Welcome to the Drawscast Podcast. Inspiration, motivation, and leadership with an attitude. And now, coming to you live from the palatial Drawscast Studios and streaming worldwide, ladies and gentlemen, Draws. Hello and welcome to this version of the Drawscast. Jeff Drozdowski here, and I would like to just jump right into it and introduce my guest for today. St. Rappaport is a relationship photographer, creative journal, expressive arts coach, founder of Genius Relationships, and host of the Life Picks Relationship Podcast. After observing, listening, and connecting with so many couples, ST is on a mission to find out what makes relationships work and how they can become extraordinary and is here to help as many couples as possible. ST also is a life and business coach that uses alternative methods to get individuals to work better together and for teams to work better together as well of course, in the workplace. Let's welcome to the Drawscast, S.T. Rappaport. All right, S.T. Rappaport, welcome to the Drawscast. How are you today? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this. Yes, it's uh, wonderful to have you. And just so for those of you out there who podcast or you think about podcasting, one of the ways that S.T. and I connected is through it's it's kind of like a match site but it's for people who are into podcasting so maybe i'll get a little bit of a sponsor money out of this st but matchmaker.fm and you can find people to be a guest on your show uh, or you can look to be a guest on somebody's show and i ran into st who uh you know we just connected she was looking to be a guest i was looking for guests and here we are yeah, it's a great site. I love it. Yeah, me too. And it's free. Mm-hmm, best part, so, no. <laughs> so far, so far. You never know. Yeah, it's the beginning. I was like literally one of the first people on there because like you're able to see every day as they add new people. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, this is cool. It's free now. I'm going to wait and see how much longer it's going to take until they're going to start charging. Yeah. You know, make the most of it until then. <laughs> how long have you been on, on the matchmaker.fm? Not that long. Maybe okay. three months. It's quite okay. new. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Well, then getting in on the ground floor is always a good thing. So uh, I know that you're in New Jersey. So you're a Jersey girl. And yeah, so holla. <laughs> that, that may be old school, but I'm a little, I'm a little bit older than you. Uh, so you're from New Jersey. Tell us a little bit about you Give me a general area. You don't need to tell me the exact city that you're from, but give me a little bit of your background, how you grew up, how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so I grew up in central Jersey, Lakewood, it's called. It's like right near okay. Jersey Shore, right near the beach. Such fun, really humid. Um, and like we're saying, I had a great childhood. My mom is really into education and like really taught, literally like would get every single type of therapy possible, like all the alternative things and stuff like that. So that like really got tailor made for me. And then when I was so fed up of school, because I absolutely hated school, like I hated it. I couldn't stand the rules, like being told what to do, what and I have to do what, that at 16, I 
left school, I took my GDs and I went to England and I studied in England for two years. I studied art and a bit of IT and then I came back to America to finish my degree in BA, started working, my BA specializing in psychology, doing my photography and yeah been great it was really cool i got to meet people from all over the world and like last year my friend from south africa got married so i got to go to south africa you know like these things that you always want to do but they just don't happen and then all of a sudden there's a reason so that's what's gonna happen so it's been exciting it's been a nice journey yeah that is so true uh when you even if you want to be an influencer on youtube or you know you want to get into podcasting blogging or whatnot the more that you put yourself out there the more amazing experiences you can have and uh and also my daughter just so you know my daughter studied in england for a full year out at oxford brooks university oh cool in london yeah, yeah, about 45 minutes west of London. So, uh, but yeah, you mentioned South Africa, and I recently did a podcast with somebody who was in Preston in the UK up by Liverpool, and I have one lined up with somebody in uh, Johannesburg in South Africa coming up, and then I have another one coming up, ST, with somebody that's in Tokyo. Cool. Yeah, I like yeah. That. So, global and. Yeah, you know what? If I can't get there, I might as well talk to somebody who's there, you know? Yeah, that's the first step. I do want to get to every single country. I hope one day Corona hasn't has put that on hold, but Yeah, well that yeah, that'll only last, you know. A few months. Maybe yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll we'll get back out and be world travelers again real soon. So um so public school. Catholic school, private school, what kind of high school did you go to? I went to private. I'm Jewish, so I went to private Jewish school. Fantastic. Okay, great. Uh, and, uh, and then you went to England for college. Where in England did you study? In Manchester. Where okay. There's no sun, and I now love the sun every single second of it, even if it comes with the heat and the humidity, because at least there's sun. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, it's like uh, uh, when I was talking to this gentleman, his name was Lee Chambers, who lives in Preston. He's, he described like Seattle, Washington to me. That's what, it, what the weather was like there. And Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of rare oh. when you get, get sunny days. Uh, so you, you did a little bit of uh, art. You got a, did you get a degree in art? or got some kind of- like it, it's a low degree there it's called like a uh, level three but they do all their degrees okay. there differently so yeah yeah exactly so okay so you got a little bit of that you came back you have an eye for photography and uh you now do what's well tell us about your i think it's called life picks photography so please tell us about that so always into photography my whole life like I view the lens from a like a camera like literally I know people talk about it sometimes but like even if I'm not holding my camera all the time because I really don't it's way too big and way too much for me to like go everywhere with but like I'll see a leaf and I'll be like okay that's cool like that or that's like that um so I really love photography and the art in it and I especially love the emotions and I did photography like through everything like in college I rented a studio and I did photography there and as soon as I came back that was like I knew I was doing 
And while I was doing it, I noticed my best part was the emotions part, like I just said. And then I was like, okay, that's it. No more photography. I'm doing just relationship photography. No more families, no more modeling, Yeah. nothing else. And relationships, when there's like a couple who's in their ultimate relationship where they love and connection, just going really strong, then I just love that. And what we do is afterwards is take the best picture that they love that really shows what they want their relationship to look like hang it up on the wall like a vision board so that they could see what they want, where they're going to set their mind in the right direction. Mm. So that kind of, uh, so how long have you been doing that? Let me ask you that first. How long have you been doing the photography thing? For like relationship photography? Yeah. For the photography? photography? Like I like to say since I was like, I don't know, six probably. Um, really, I've been like been hired since I was quite young. Okay. Um, but relationship photography was probably three years. Okay, fantastic. And now it sounds like uh, relationship, kind of the human experience uh, is, is kind of something, the good part of the human experience, right, is kind of what you're focusing on when it comes to your photography. That's, that's very cool. Uh, you know, iPhones take great pictures, too. I'm sure that you, 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 you know, being a professional photographer, you're probably like, oh, yeah, taking pictures with your phone. No. How droll. <laughs> you're right. No. It's true. Okay. You're right. Okay. That, Good. That is. I use my phone. Like, I travel the world. Like I said, I'm not, can't, I can't always take my picture cameras everywhere. I'm just yeah. going to get, like, way too big and have to bring too much other equipment to, like, keep it safe you know just like all the padding that you need for it things like that that like i totally i just use my phone and get great yeah. stuff from it sometimes yeah. they're impressive yeah if i agree. could say so myself yeah so uh so now you you have that photography thing going on but you also have a real love uh for helping people and that's kind of turned into a life coach um career for you too right and if I could backtrack a little bit, you said something earlier that I want to touch on, and that was your mother was into education and different parts of, of education. Uh, that was a big influence on you, correct? And, oh, yeah. and what kind of education was it? So first of all, she runs a preschool. Okay. Um, so like zero to five and they're like really big on skills and cognitive development and things like that but she's also very into finding other sort of methods and ways to like just like things like let's say music therapy like the sound therapy that people are really into these days 10 years ago we were like doing it you know like that sort of thing yeah one specific one have you ever heard of something called Feuerstein no yeah, like some people like know everything and some people don't know at all about it. It's really cool that we're uses to modify the cognitive functions of the brain and literally make you smarter. Like they claim that after a certain amount of sessions, your IQ go up. I haven't tested that, but um, it's and it's part, great because it helps people from Down syndrome to gifted children, like literally anyone, adults, young children. And as a kid, I got it, and my mom made all of us get it, my father, you know, like all of us. And then I got trained into it, and I've been working with kids with it. And actually, this week, they were meant to do another training in Rome, and of course, we couldn't go. So it's online, but because it's from people from all over the world, like 
Singapore, Hong Kong, Iraq, you know, like all that, then I'm like waking up 4am every morning, starting my trainings there. So my voice sounds a bit, (laughs) yeah, it's because of that. So yeah, like literally training the brain on how to, how to think and not just like feeding people answers, giving people answers. Yeah. Yeah. So does that fall under the uh, alternative therapy? Well, it may 10 years ago, it's probably much more mainstream now. And just so you know, my, uh, I have a 19 year old son with autism. So, um, you know, it sounds like maybe some of that, you know. Yeah, that has helped a therapy. lot of people yeah. with autism. Yeah. yeah. How have you turned that uh, influence in your life into what you do now? Uh, because you kind of hone in with your coaching skills on the whole left brain, right brain, uh, you know, how they work together and how the different parts work. Um so you kind of taken that influence and put it, put your own stamp on it. Uh, oh yeah. So like I was always into like learning and growing and like taking courses, like did landmark ever heard of that? No. Fra- okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really you're sorry. You're it's making like, me I, look I, bad. No, <laughs> I didn't just mean kidding. to. You. Okay. You I'm can edit kidding. that out if you want. <laughs> I, okay. Right. But like we've been always taking courses from when we were little and doing and always growing and finding new things, you know, so I've always wanted to know more. So let's say when I was working with my couples and these vision boards are great, they're really fantastic. I think they set your mind in the right direction and they're amazing, but they're very limited. They don't really help you overcome challenges. So I was, because I have that mindset, because I'm constantly looking for more ways and new things, new ways to do things. It wasn't crazy for me to think, okay, I have this, but I want to add to that because that was the way I grew up and that's the way I constantly do things. Um, So like, it's like my mom always says, it's like really good to just have it in your toolbox, you know? And I really think that it really does make a difference because even now, as I speak to you, because the fact I know foreseen, I might ask more questions or whatever it is, you know? Sure. So I was really curious to know how else could I help these couples? I didn't want to go back to school. Like I said, I was fed up of school. I also think that especially for psychology or therapy, then they very much train your brain to think in a certain way. Um, Now you, if you are going to be a psychologist, like you do have to go to school. I'm not like taking that away. And I don't think that anyone on the street could just go and be a psychologist at all. But, I wasn't ready to go to school and do that. So I want to know how else I could contribute. How else could I give? How else could I lead? What else could I do without being going to school? Now, when I came across this thing called Creative Journal Expressive Arts, I loved it because when I work with someone, when I give a workshop, when I try to help people, it's not about me. It's about them. And it's completely in their journal. If they don't want to share, they don't want to tell me anything they don't have to it's all about your own personal development how much you want to grow how much you want to motivate yourself what do you want to do and that's how far you're going to take it so I found it fascinating mm-hmm. yeah and one of the things is uh, I was doing my research and uh, trying to find out a little more about what you do and how you do it there was this left brain right brain I guess exercise that you call it where you use the opposite uh, uh, y- your non-strong side uh, hand 
to write out some items in it. And that's kind of where it gets a little uh, jumbly for me trying to sit here and explain it. So I'm going to let you explain exactly what that is, maybe what it's called, maybe how it works and some results that you get from it. Yeah. So let's start with the background of how it works. So you don't think that I'm crazy. I mean, you probably will think or already if you haven't think so yet. Um, but I don't care because it works. And when you try it, you'll see it works too. It'll be great for your business and for everything else that you're doing. Okay. Um, but we all know there's two sides to the brain, right? That you do know. Mm -hmm. I do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. may know a little bit more than you think, but yes, there's the right ones, the creative one's the dominant. Uh, I got that. I got that. There's four yeah. different kind of personalities so, right. in there. Yeah. yeah All yeah. different. Yeah. So yeah. the right brain is in charge of the left side of the body and the left side of the brain is in charge of the right side of the body. Good. You know that. Got now, it. for the people who don't know, because not everyone's as smart as you, is that <laughs> in the <laughs> logic brain, the left brain is the logic brain, like math, reading, writing, anything you have to think logically. Okay. The right brain, like you just said, is the creative brain, art, music, drama, and it's also in charge of emotions. Okay. I'm listening. I am when, on it. Yeah, you're listening <laughs> fully. I could feel it. I sense it over the Zoom screen. It's great. When you write with your non-dominant hand, you access your creative mind and your emotions so you could get those answers that you are looking for without having those logic reasonings getting stuck in the way and like those excuses that you make trying to figure out things and does this uh it doesn't matter which hand right so you're still accessing the creatives i'm right-handed I would write with my left hand. Even if I was left-handed and wrote with my right hand, I'd still be getting the same uh, response? Yes. Okay. Because first of all, you're creating new neuron connections. That is like A, a really big one, right? And B, we live in a very left world, a very logic world. As soon as you get yeah. to first grade, writing your name, learning how to spell, that's all logic. Um, so when you don't use your right brain as much, unless you're a musician or someone who really spends the whole day in their creative brain, we don't use it as much. So when, with any hand you use, we'll get you into your creative brain. Now, if you want to use this, going back to the exercise, like you said, if you, do you want me to share it or do you want to say it or do you want me to? No, no, this is, you're my guest. Uh, I want you to. I want you to look good and and explain it how you how you see it since you're the expert on it. So please. Okay, so I love this. It's a basic exercise. It's great because it works with everything, and especially for leaders out there who want to know how to lead, how to do the right things, how to connect with people, how to understand why people are behaving certain ways. This is like amazing. You'll literally get the answers that you want. Although I will say my disclaimer that your body doesn't give you answers that you're not ready for. So if you do this sure. and you don't get answers, your body has to trust the system. You're like, just like you don't open up to a stranger right away. You're not going to open You're like, they're not just going to give you answers like that. So try it. And if it doesn't work, try it again in a few days and you'll get your answers slowly over time. 
Yeah, so that sounds like a, an interesting and in, in a business environment. Uh, if you're leading a company or something, that sounds like a great thing that you could do uh, as you know for individuals or. Uh, even maybe if there was like a company retreat or something like that. It, yeah, I see you shaking your head like, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it is great. Either for a retreat, even for like a business meeting, like you want to get the most out of this business meeting, this mm -hmm. would be great. Literally it takes just a few minutes and it changes everything. So what you're going to want to do is, is draw a picture of the situation with your non-dominant hand. Okay, so let's go back to that business meeting. You want to have, you're going to draw a picture of the results of what you want out of this meeting, right? What, what do we, uh, is there a, a standard or, you know, as an example, say you're asking somebody something, what would be a, a typical, I guess, question that you would try to access, you know, the brain to try and get the answer? Yeah, so I'll give you like four basic questions. It's really okay. easy to start off with. Okay. Um, and once you have that, you could continue the dialogue. You could make up your own questions. There's no real rules, but just to get you started, right? Okay. So yeah. you're drawing first this picture of this difficult situation you're in. It could be in any area of your life. It could be your relationships. It could be your health. It could be your business, whatever it is. Someone, your coworker that you're not working or your team that you want to manage, right? Okay. And you're going to draw that picture doesn't have to look beautiful. It's just stick figures, the process that you're making. And then what you're going to do is, ready to be weirded out, is you're going to have a conversation between your two hands. Now, really, it's a conversation between your two brains, but because you can't access your brains like that, you're using your hands as your tools to access it. Okay. All right. And two different color pens, or even better if you want to get all fun, two different color markers or crayons. And your dominant hand is going to be asking the questions because you're thinking logically. And your non-dominant hand is going to be answering the questions because that's your emotions and your subconscious mind working. Okay. Now, when you answer the questions, you are not thinking because it's not you answering, it's your emotions answering. So you don't have to worry about that. You're only thinking when you answer your, when you ask your questions logically. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ready? Now yeah. you're going to be talking to the picture. So you drew this picture of this, um, your business, your team that you're leading, right? And how you want them to be. You see that there's conflicts going on or they're not motivated enough to do this project or they're under too much stress or whatever it is. Okay. So you draw that picture of what it is, what the situation is. Then you're asking the question, question number one, who are you to the picture? Just like that simple picture. So, and then you're going to answer with your non-dominant hand. Let's say the team is under stress. Okay. Now, question number two, right? We're going back and forth so that way you connect both sides of the brain. We don't want to do only one side of the brain. We want to use everything. Why do you, how do you feel? We feel stressed or I feel overwhelmed or I feel pressured or whatever answer it is, right? You're not thinking, you're just writing. Why do you feel this way? And you'll get your answer. And question number four is how can I help you or what can I do to help you? And you're going to get an answer. And now if you feel like you have more questions, like, okay, so I feel this way. What else should I do? Or what caused me to feel this way? Or whatever else you want, any sort of question you're curious about, because, like, you might bring up things that you didn't think of before 
or more steps, you're not sure exactly what to do, ask them. Go back and forth, continue with your conversation, ask your questions and answer. Now, you're gonna get either answers that you never thought of before, or stuff that you know in the back of your mind, but you don't wanna admit it, and you have all your excuses, and you have all your reasons, and they could be really valid, but now you have them out in front of you and it's your choice to take responsibility for it and go and do it. And if you're not sure how to do that, then ask that, right? You're not stuck. You don't, there's no excuse of saying, I'm not sure. I don't know what to do because if you could ask the question and your mind, your subconscious mind knows what it has to do. So it will give you the answer as soon as you're ready for it. Yeah. When you said the back of your mind, I was, I was thinking you're accessing uh, the subconscious. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That it is okay. the subconscious. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah. does that make sense to you a bit now? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you get the, you know, it's, it's, you know, to me, it almost sounds like, uh, like therapy, right? Uh, sitting in, and talking to somebody, but you're, you're just doing it yourself. And you're using this exercise to access both sides of your brain to get the answer rather than maybe going to somebody and talking to them about it. Yes. And also, just like you said, I find it more beneficial than therapy because the subconscious mind and the emotion doesn't go in circles. Many times like it gives really short answers or really direct. You get straight to the point. Mm -hmm. So you could have a whole, like a dialogue of three pages, but you're getting very specific answers versus a conversation with someone else and you're feeling uncomfortable and you're not sure what to say and you have this reason doesn't have it. Your papers for you for no one else unless you want to share it and that's it. You can throw it out afterwards. You got your answer. You know what you have to do with your team now. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. So you've, uh, do you sell that as a package to somebody? Are you doing it with individuals right now? How are you utilizing uh, this you know, this, this therapy, I'm just calling it what, you know, what kind of comes to mind for me here. Perfect. I like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do it. Um, mostly with couples together with a relationship oh. photography. So we mix that all together. If someone wants it just separately without the photography, have the option also, but mostly it's 12 sessions with photo shoots. You get your pictures, you get your answers, you learn how to understand yourself and overcome those challenges that you have because life happens and things get in our way and we feel like we want to do something but we are stuck and we're not sure why and as soon as you get in the habit of having these journal prompts of knowing what to do of being able to do it and just like me now every single time I have a challenge literally the first thing that goes to my mind is go to my journal because I know I'm going to get my answer from there so mm -hmm. as soon as you have that habit get your answers and you feels great so are you right-handed or left-handed what's your strong side i'm right-handed okay so when you are in your journal are you writing right-handed or are you writing left-handed so if i'm writing questions i'm writing with my right hand if i'm answering questions i'm writing with my left hand. so you utilize it uh even when you're writing in your journal of course my whole thing is like i would mo if anything i mostly use my non-dominant because sometimes you just like want to let's say like I said that picture in the beginning that you're drawing because it's very good to get the creative mind with the art part there um I would just like let the picture speak that's also all the non-dominant hand you use that all the way yeah I yeah. never journaled before I got into this I hated it in the beginning until I saw the answers that it gave me I was like okay I love this yeah so do you um 
do you write on so you, you start out, you typically write, you know, if, if, if it's open, are, are you writing your uh, questions on the right side of the page and your answers on the left side, or are you writing left-handed on the right side of the page? Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, most people like to do it as a conversation. So when they read it afterwards, it's easier to flow. So you, like you see the flow better. So you write it on one page and you just write because you're still writing in the same direction. I don't know which way it is. I'm like feeling all mirrored now, but <laughs> even well, though it's the non-dominant hand, you're still writing going from left to right, right? That's how we write? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm sitting here and I'm picturing, I'm using my imagination. I'm going to, obviously I'm going to do this. You know, I got to give this a shot. You have to let uh, me know how it goes. I will. Uh, it, it seems like you kind of cut through a lot of the crap when you do that. And oh yeah <laughs> yeah and you're shaking your head like all right this guy's getting he's figuring this thing out yeah uh, yeah and did you learn this in your studies in england uh but okay so this is this is just actually uh, currently still in training for it okay been trained enough to work with people so for the past six months i would say i've been working with clients already um from it but i had to go to california to get trained that's that cg C-J-E-A, yeah. Yeah, C-J-E-A. Too many letters. I That's didn't okay. make it up, hey, but you know that is what, what it is. <laughs> yeah, as long as you know, at this point, you know, that's that's right. So this is, so there's training in California, but you can't get there, uh, but you. That you trained, that changed everything. Yeah, it was like meant to be a week in California, a year of training over Zoom, case studies, stuff like that, and then a week back in California due to corona that isn't happening. So it's instead it's another seven months over Zoom. Wow. Yes. That's a lot of information mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. No, but that's really cool. There's there's all kind of interesting things that you can do. And I learned a lot uh, about this, you know, from my son being autistic and whatnot, but there's different ways to stimulate your brain. And uh, for him, one of the things that he did that we hadn't thought about before was horseback riding. That's cool. I'm quite a fan of that too. Yeah. So he, he got a lot out of that, but there's these exercises. There's literally even just like taking, giving him papers and markers to color and scribble with his non-dominant hand will allow him to access his emotion, just release emotion. Like I say to anyone who's like, if you're really angry, most people either like scream and yell or they like shut down one of the two. And they're both not healthy because you can't lock in your emotions and you don't want to release them in an unhealthy way. So scribbling out with your non-dominant hand is direct access to your emotion and just releases it. So mm -hmm. I'm sure he would like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might like that too. That's really good. That's really good. And I look, I look forward to seeing what happens, especially once you get fully, you know, uh, certified or, uh, you know, whatever it's called through the CJEA. -E yeah. Creative Journal Expressive Arts. Excellent. And where in California is this? This was in Cambria. Okay. Actually, the training was in Templeton right near there. Time usually flies on the Drawscast, uh, and, and yeah, I must be asking the right questions and, and pressing the right buttons, but 
so to end the podcast, what I do is I usually ask people a lightning round of five questions just to get a little bit uh, so my listeners can get to know you a little bit more. Nothing serious. It's usually just kind of fun stuff. So excited. Okay, good. All right. Excellent. So ST Rappaport. First question. What's your favorite food? All right. It's full of your chair. Yes. Lettuce. <laughs> Lettuce. Oh, man. All right. Question number two. Do you like to cook? Nope. Maybe that's okay. why I like lettuce because I don't have to cook with it. So where in the world have you never been that you'd like to go? So many places. I start like listing you a whole list. I'll choose one. Yeah, fire away. One's Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of like, that seems like a really cool place, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll get there soon. You know it. I'm sure of it. If you're sure of it, it will happen as long as you're sure of it too. Whatever you want or whoever's listening. If you're certain, you're going to make sure. There's going to be a way you're going to find that way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Dubai, very interesting. Let me ask you this. Do you like sports? I'm not into sports, like specifically like teams and stuff, like yeah. official things, but I do like for my own sake, like just like playing like little sort of sports, like swimming and stuff like that. Yeah. You like more individual sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to come up with something off the top of my head, like, Ooh, this is going to be a dandy. That's, I'm going to, I'm going to stump her. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Here's one. What's your shoe size? Um, anywhere between seven and eight. So that could be seven, seven and a half or eight, I guess. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. How do people get a hold of you or to find out how to do business with you? Best place would be that is to go to lifepicksrelationships.as.me, and I'd love to speak to you. Yes, and I believe that's picks with an X, right? That is correct. Fantastic. All right. This has been great. Uh, I appreciate you spending uh, just about an hour uh, in the Drawscast. I learned some really awesome things, and I'm glad that we were able to kind of apply that into uh, a leadership realm, too, and how you can take those exercises and either uh, problem solve, right, or just kind of to help each other uh, on a team kind of learn about each other. So that was that's oh, yeah. Fun. I enjoyed being on the Jaws cast. It's fun being here. <laughs> awesome. So those of you out there who are listening or you're watching this uh, on YouTube, don't forget about my books, uh, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace and Leadership, One Golden Nugget at a Time. Go to drawstalks.com for uh, a keynote virtually or eventually when conferences start back up, uh, you can book me that way too. So st say goodbye bye Bye. been great being on here thank you so much okay take care bye for now you have been listening to the draws cast podcast inspiration motivation and leadership with an attitude be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and head over to his youtube channel the draws and do the same want more Go to DrawsTalks.com for more great information. 
and to find out how to book Draws for your next event. And check out Draws' latest book, Leadership, One Golden Nugget at a Time. Tune in next time for more of the Draws Cast Podcast. <laughs>